0: Hi, this is Nick from Volume 1, and the brand new Volume 1 podcast was made possible by Royal Credit Union, Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic, and DebraBecker.com, offering state farm insurance.
1: Hello, Chippewa Valley. Hello, Earth. It is time for another episode of the Volume 1 podcast. That's right, folks. That's the podcast where I sweat profusely in ways seen and unforeseen while we talk to cool people about cool stuff going on in the Chippewa Valley. So. Pretty excited, I'm your host, Eric Christensen. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We got a real doozy for you today. Uh, Later on, we're gonna talk tourism with a guy who started out working at Action City and then he became the general manager of the entire Metropolis Resort. And now he's the interim executive director of Visit Eau Claire. The great Benny Anderson is in the building. Pretty exciting stuff. Looking forward to chatting with that guy. He said he was gonna bring laser tag, so hopefully he comes through on that. Uh, stick, and stick around to the end of the show for game time. Uh, we're going to bring all of our guests back to play some weird games all about Chippewa Valley stuff, so don't miss that. Uh, but first, we got a bunch of local stuff to talk about. And uh, before we get to that, I want to introduce my co-host for today's panel segment, Volume 1 editor extraordinaire and local writer Rebecca Menakee is in the building. What's up, How are Robert? you, Becca? I'm super good. What's up, You don't have to good. whisper. We're doing the real thing right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Becca just restocked her candy supply at v1.
2: I did I got I think it was like maybe like a 10 pound bag and I think that Isn't under <laughs> Ten pounds, yeah, like it's like a ridiculous amount of candy. so
1: much candy! you're basically Willy Wonka I, I think, think I
2: called myself the unhealthy tooth fairy and I <laughs> yeah. think that's accurate I'm just yeah, waiting like anti- six
3: months for everybody to get cavities.
1: It's, yeah, I mean we already like you So you don't Good. have to keep bringing <laughs> us candy, uh, but I'm we're sure glad you are we're all gonna die. Um, now, uh, for our esteemed panelists, so excited. Uh, first, she's a stand-up comedian, a lunch lady at the Boys and Girls Club, an amateur mixologist. Yes. yes. And one of the coolest <laughs> people I know, the Hannah Coblets is here. Oh my gosh! Hi. hi.
3: Oh, I'm so excited to be here. I'm <laughs> nervous and sweaty too. Yeah,
1: so. yeah. You know that's that comes with the comes with the program. <laughs> yeah. Uh, And making his ever-so-graceful return to the Volume 1 podcast, he's one of the co-founders of Clearwater Comedy. He's a dad. He's got a radio show on Converge Radio called This Must Be the Place. Uh, He's a booker and promoter of live shows at The Plus and the Metro, and a new homeowner... Please welcome the very cool and very nice Cullen Ryan.
4: Hey! How's it going, Volume <laughs> listeners? And Eric and Hannah and Rebecca. Hello, hey. hello. I wore deodorant. I this is going to go fine. <laughs> I can smell
1: it all the way over here. Yeah, <laughs> And you're across Great. the room. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. This is going to be fun. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to get into some local topics here. I mean, we got plenty of stuff to talk about. Uh, the main thing that's on everybody's minds is this rooftop bar that's going in downtown mm-hmm. Eau Claire. Have you heard of this place? It's on... It's on uh, the corner of Graham and Grand Avenue in downtown. On the building that's called the Grand, and it's going to be a seven-story rooftop bar situation with like three sixty-degree views of the city. Wow. Um, so pretty cool. I mean, Hannah, what do you think about all that? I mean, are you going to go? Are you going to go to the rooftop bar? My, uh,
3: my, uh, going to the rooftop bar like is definitely dependent on whether or not that big yellow trash slide is still there. Oh, I yes. think if that's still there, I'm going to want to give that a go after a few drinks. So <laughs> I don't know if that's the best design for their uh, bar, but I, I would definitely
1: check it out. Yeah, that building has had this big yellow tube hanging out the side of it for like five years with five. a dumpster
3: on the, the bottom. The time yeah. I've been here. So, it's, yeah. Yeah.
4: I think they should keep it. It could be a little fun attraction. Yeah. No, it, it be, at, at this point, it has already got its degree from the UWEC, mm-hmm. and it deserves to- Stay right. (laughs) No, uh, can I make a comment about this rooftop bar? Because it, it, okay, virtually every major city has one. Mm -hmm. It's not that unique of a thing. But oh, this is—we have a beautiful atmosphere here, beautiful landscape. This is cool. Let's see how it is, right? Right. I'm excited about it. It should be fun. Mm -hmm. But there are people online who are already like (laughs) making harebrained scenarios happen. Like I saw comments that got liked. On, on a news site, uh, likes that, oh, now people are going to just go up there and eat and then kill themselves. Like, <laughs> oh buildings yeah. already exist. Oh that's where your mind yeah. rivers yeah.
1: already <laughs> <Right>. exist. <laughs> <laughs> it <Things laughs> happens every that's, year. of bridges for that. That's, that's, yeah.
4: Yeah. It's just the idea that people immediately go to the most negative take they can <laughs> yeah. possibly have is a burden and disgusting to society. Mm-hmm. It drives yeah. me absolutely crazy. Like people just like automatically any go, like, any change is bad, and I'm gonna make up whatever reason to say it. Like it's it's so annoying. I
5: can't stand Gosh. it. Gosh, yeah,
1: man, seven stories. I mean, you gotta be. I mean, it's that's tall. that makes it probably the the second tallest building in downtown Eau Claire <laughs> after the Lismore, I think. Seven stories. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah's laughing because she's from Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're pretty excited about seven stories. Actually, it's six, but they're building the seventh story. For the the bar will be the seven stories. See, so, I didn't know that. Now oh God, I'm no. angry. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: I think with seven stories, you almost have to have the tube or a slide or <laughs> something like that's a requirement. I feel Absolutely. like.
1: Yeah, there's got to be. There's hopefully there's a smooth way to get up and down that place. Like there's <laughs> nothing like ordering food and drinks when you're winded from doing seven <laughs> flights of stairs. <laughs>
4: At that point, you Dear need place.
1: the
2: drink. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good God,
1: water. Yeah, you need the slide though. I think that's, that's absolutely. But I'm not going if there isn't Pretty slide. cool history of that place. I mean, it's been a bunch of banks over the years. It was Wells Fargo, and then it was a part of that whole Foxconn deal where it was supposed to become one of Foxconn's innovation centers. Really. Um, whatever that. Means, uh, yeah. and so they had it on. You know, they held that property basically for Foxconn until they ghosted the entire state of Wisconsin. It's like, man, Foxconn should have just been making rooftop bars. I of think, like, they were like, if of they some staying power. Definitely.
4: Of course, we wouldn't be in this mess. <laughs> Well, yeah, it seems seems like an interesting place. I will go. I'm excited about it. I think it'll look very beautiful.
2: Yeah. I love that it, it keeps the history of Eau Claire, too. Yeah. Like that we're, we're, we're taking not only and building new buildings, but that we're taking really old ones and finding innovative things to do with them. I just think that's super artsy and hipstery and <laughs> very on brand yes, for Eau Claire. definitely. So
4: that's a very good point.
1: Yeah. yeah, and they're they're doing signature cocktails that kind of reference its past as a bank, like the vault or something, I think when <laughs> it I was called. It would, so. yeah.
2: There should be like, Diamond hunts or something like they just hide things in the floorboards or something. Yeah, you I'd gotta go. you
1: gotta try the the, the twenty
4: five year mortgage. That's an amazing <laughs> drink.
3: I <Iconic. laughs> It'll take you out. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh,
4: the CD. It's a uh, 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 cognac and <laughs> drambuie. Is that that's a thing? <laughs> the certificate of deposit. Oh yeah, yeah it's sure not it's a great right. reference, okay, yeah, but it was fun to say it. Yeah, yeah that's fun. It was fun to hear it too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So Eau Claire finally has some authentic Chicago-style, hey. hey? Got a couple of Chicagoans hey. here. Finally, some authentic Chicago-style soul food in the form of Shaquelles, which is a new restaurant owned by Shaquelle and Antoine Hill. Uh, they got catfish, chicken wings, uh, catfish and chicken wings. It's not the same thing. Uh, Italian beef sandwiches, mac and cheese, greens, like amazing stuff. Um, and Shaquelles is actually a cool example of this trend we're seeing now because of COVID, which is the called ghost kitchens, right? right? (laughs) Now, Eric,
2: touch on what are ghost kitchens.
1: I was hoping you would. um, (laughs) Yeah, so
2: ghost kitchens are actually a super interesting trend. It's where a restaurant um, doesn't have a brick-and-mortar location, but instead almost, like, operates out of another one. So in the case of Shekel Soul Food um, Palace, I believe is is what it's called, um, it operates out of the nucleus. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing this all over the place, like um, Hongdae Korean Eats operates out of Shanghai. And then Robo operates out of the northern Northern Tap House. I yeah. can talk, um, and I think that's super cool. That like we're fostering new businesses by like est- by going off of established businesses already. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gives people you know people it gives them a chance to actually get their menu together and get organized and get support yeah. before they can actually use that momentum to build a brick and mortar place
4: and I'm hoping that happens with Shekel's yeah. so do I mm-hmm. it's it's like the restaurant went to open mic for a couple of years in practice <laughs> yeah exactly right Yeah. bring it all back yeah, yeah. Have I have it. to I have to I only understand comedy
2: <laughs> it's so great though because it fosters like restaurants and opportunities for people who may not have had those opportunities before exactly. we're seeing mm-hmm. a lot Absolutely. of those restaurants that are by you know BIPOC individuals mm-hmm. or people who may not have had those experiences or, or opportunities and so I think that's so cool that this is something that we're bringing to Eau Claire and the Chippewa Valley and, mm-hmm. and offering those new opportunities and also I'm always down for new food <laughs> like always you look at that macaroni okay maybe that's basic that I'm going for the mac and cheese but my no, God no. look at chakal my no. God it's like another world I,
4: I had it last night yeah we, we ordered it? it last yeah. night yeah How we, did you, uh, what'd you get uh, everything, everything. <laughs> okay dumb question we no, we I, 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 I everything other than the sausages on the menu I got sure, like yeah. down to the pudding all of it we just I have a family of four so we ordered it yeah. we ate it uh, delicious every single bit of it the yeah. hot sauce was still had flavor even mm. though it was really hot which is yeah. a really good thing to do uh, I adored it and I'll order it again it was great yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I love the fried catfish and I yeah. hadn't had catfish before yeah um, it was really good mm-hmm. and their fries too it was just everything was yeah awesome
1: I was into it, it was okay great. if you had a ghost kitchen okay mm. where <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. what kind of food would you serve and where would you serve it out of okay I have a I have I'll do mine as an example so you can think uh, mine would be, uh, I want to do like an after hours place at, at Culver's, mm. the Culver's on Bracket specifically, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where it's after hours and you just serve cheese curds and tequila. Oh, yeah.
2: That is brilliant. That is all time.
1: There's something
4: okay. there. The, Eric, this, I've never heard your personality described better. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, can I, my, my weird one, like I would do lamb barbecue. Lamb, mm. like, All right. yeah, like f- f- full, like, re- like lamb, like the whole body, turn it on a spit and then cut it up, serve it. Well, <laughs> a lot of that cities like do like
2: name. Greek fest and yeah. that sort of stuff thing like where that. they have that. And that is so fun. Mm. Yep. Like it is so like integrative. And, I love mm. it. And, and <laughs>
4: I mean, that's sort of like my favorite food. If I have yeah. to like pick out of a hat, like out of the five favorite foods, this is my mm-hmm. favorite food is like Persian, Lebanese, Israeli, yeah. like stuff like that. Those, like those flavors. I love Turkish food. So, like, lamb on a spit would be what I would serve if I had You also. know, lamb is I my favorite him. animal, so <laughs> I'm a <little> offended. <laughs> a <laughs> little Hannah, little what bit, about you? I'm what a you little think? bit
1: terrified <laughs>
3: by that response as well. I, I think I would serve cold PB&J sandwiches from mm. the Stone's Throw. Like in an old witch costume. <laughs> and be like, these sandwiches are disgusting. And I'll be like, get out! <laughs> I'll just do like something weird. I don't have a mm. culinary That's mind, good. despite being a little Aren't
1: sleep. PB&Js <laughs> supposed to be cold, or? I'm gonna freeze them. <laughs> <No. laughs> like They're gonna uncrustables. be frozen.
3: Yeah, frozen <laughs> Good God. From the Stone's Throw The kitchen. crust are They're extra. Pretending to be a ghost. <laughs> That's you could change your one.
2: theme like every month too. like one month as yeah. a witch. The next is like, I don't know.
3: Yeah. A ghost.
2: A
1: ghost.
3: A ghost, yeah. a ghost the in the ghost kitchen. Yeah. Iconic. Yes.
1: The, the girl from one. the ring. Love it. it's ghosts
2: all the um, way down. So I'm going to tap into my Irish ancestry here. I love potatoes, like any mm. kind of potato. So I just want like a potato restaurant dedicated okay. to all potatoes okay we got french fries we got mashed potatoes we got curly fries we got sweet potato fries any kind of fries <laughs> any kind of or or oh. just any kind of pa- like baked potato i don't know and maybe it could like be operated out of something that totally has nothing to do with potatoes that'd be even better i don't know <laughs> like, like mix it up a little bit
4: <laughs>
3: i would love that,
2: that yeah, sounds great. I'm yeah. All for
4: that. my name's cullen ryan so that idea offends me but i would eat there every day
1: Colin, have you ever been in a Tesla? No. Hannah, have you been in a Tesla?
2: I have not. Becca, Tesla? No, but one time I I did an interview with this man who talked for almost an hour and a half about, um, it was a combination of bees and Teslas. (laughs) And it was for this like zero waste article I did like about a year and a half ago. And quite literally, it was like an hour and a half of that interview, he was telling me how greatest Tesla was. So now I just have this like very, Please. I have like Tesla. over information, like over informed mind about <laughs> Tesla's that maybe I didn't need to know. But now I know <laughs>
1: it's. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're itching to get in a Tesla, there is this guy in town who owns this uh, business called Green Fleet, which is uh, basically, you know, a rideshare service and delivery Uh but it's exclusively in his fleet of teslas i don't know how many <laughs> teslas he has fleet implies multiple yeah. i'm gonna say six teslas probably
3: like six organized teslas. <laughs> but like yeah i mean oh
1: so it started you know at the beginning of covid he, he was just going to give people rides to the airport the msp airport back and forth from eau claire uh but now he's expanded to give you any kind of ride <laughs> within a hundred mile radius of eau claire so like you know you want to go through the taco bell drive through why not <laughs> Why not Tesla, you know?
2: My favorite thing is this TikTok trend that's going on that's like... um how to tell that your car was designed not in the midwest and it's just like right electric vehicles like like covered in ice and just like trying to de- like defrost them and it's just like clearly this isn't working well and i just i have to wonder like how well do teslas work in winter like yeah. i don't i don't know great yeah. question that didn't come up in my hour and a half <laughs> interview with <laughs> this guy about teslas yeah, yeah. look
4: look People love Elon Musk with a hot burning passion we haven't seen since our friend from Nazareth, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so all yeah. I'm going to say about this is, like, Elon Musk is amazing. He is very smart. <laughs> he is oh very cool. I think it's great that he named his kid Symbol Symbol Something or Other. He's, he's the smartest man. Whoever lives, let's all go to Mars in a Tesla. Take us, Green Fleet. Take us. We're there. on the way. I don't want Twitter to get mad at me. I yeah, gotta say yeah, I like yeah, Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah, you're gonna get owned if you don't say that. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, of course. Wow.
1: Maybe I, somebody should open up the same thing, but with Hummers instead of <laughs> Teslas. Oh, nice. That'd be fun.
3: I would love that. Hummer Fleet. Oh man. <laughs> I actually looked onto this website. Yeah. Like they, were, they said stuff about like. Drinks and like uh, snacks would be provided if you Mm want to go from here to the Chippewa Valley Airport one way twenty (laughs) dollars That's not insane to me. Yeah, if you really wanted to go there It's really not
1: bad (laughs) And you get a little you get a little neck pillow uh, They give you some some drinks non-alcoholic drinks. They give you noise-canceling headphones (laughs) And you get that undeniable feeling of superiority, you know, right, yeah. being in there.
4: <laughs> I, I hope it's like grape Fago and moon pies, and I can just like stick my head out the window yelling, woo! Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: All right, that's all we got for the panel. Th- thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank you, Becca. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Hannah. Thanks. You guys are going to come back for games? We will. At yes. the end of the show? All Absolutely. right, cool. Uh, stick around, folks. We're going to be right back talking with Benny Anderson. All right, Nick, we've got a sponsor to tell folks about. Deborah Becker of State Farm Insurance, you know, at Becker.com. Yeah, okay, a little
0: insider info here. When we decided to create this podcast, the very first business we wanted to check with for sponsorship was Deborah Becker from State Farm. And that's because she is always up for the new, the experimental, and anything that she thinks is good for the people of Eau Claire and the Chippewa Valley. And she has supported so much stuff in Volume 1. Over the years, new publications and community events, uh, videos, really just all kinds of different things.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, it's not just Volume One either. I mean, it's the no, entire right. community. I mean, they're pumping money into community projects like the Boyd Park Plus, the no. Sculpture Tour, uh, concerts, art installations, just so much stuff that the entire community can share.
0: Yeah, it's cool. And that's the thing, because to some degree, to people like us, we're just lay people, insurance, is insurance? We don't know the difference, so I don't. Sometimes you pick your people based on who shares your values in a community. Who do you think's making some cool things happen? And for us, that's for that volume one anyway. That's Deb Rebecca with State Farm,
1: and it's pretty cool to work actually work with the people that are sponsoring oh, the podcast. totally,
0: Deb and Casey there at State Farm. They have their office right downtown, right on Barstow Street. They have everything insured that that volume one does, and in my life for a bunch of years. Uh, and really, they're just approachable, available, understandable. And above all, they're just decent human beings. And that helps. It does help. Uh, So if you need insurance-y things, please consider visiting deborahbecker.com.
1: Welcome back to the Volume 1 podcast. Thanks again to our panelists, Cullen and Hannah, for joining us at the top of the show. Good stuff. Uh, They're going to be back later to play some games with us. Uh, but we got a great interview lined up today. But first, I want to introduce the producer of the pod and my co-host for the interview segment, Nick Meyer.
0: Hey, Eric, here to hang out.
1: Yeah, yeah. how's it going, It's Nick? going so
0: much better now that that weather's warmed up. Yeah. And we always have to do our weather chat.
1: Yeah, I busted my guns out for this one. Yeah, I've I'm, been I'm, long-sleeved this whole time. I
0: forgot to change. The I'm podcast. starting to get a little tan even. That's i got to get my sweat up and running like the rest of you guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, I, I stink right now. Um, anyway, moving on. Uh, folks, we are very thrilled to introduce our next guest. Uh, he's a UW Eau Claire grad and a former general manager of Metropolis Resort. Uh, he does a killer Guy Fieri impression, which we're going to get to, but... <laughs> And there's video evidence out there. Uh, But yeah, now he's a master of tourism and he's the interim executive director of Visit Eau Claire. Please give a warm welcome to Benny Anderson. There he is.
5: Well, thank you very much for having me.
1: Thank you for being here.
5: Wow.
0: Elusive ever since he took the job.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Wonderfully hidden in uh, in the Pablo Center. uh, Basically locked up like my own personal asylum. Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, that's fun. You know, I mean, crazy year for the tourism world, you know, and... So when when did you start visit Eau Claire? It was it was
0: recently.
5: Yeah, I, I started a year ago on March first, <laughs> oh, um, two weeks before the Safer at Home order mm. and the collapse of the industry in general for a year.
0: So you're celebrating a year of of, of a wonderful tenure in an <laughs> yeah. interim job, handling yeah. the worst situation in the history of tourism.
5: <laughs> you know, honestly, it was uh, we could have had worse years. Things things uh, have gone uh, very well for the organization, and, and we've made some good partnerships, but. Yeah, it was different. Holy cow. I didn't have to argue with anybody about what the thermostat <laughs> setting was in the office. Um, nobody stole my lunch out of, out of out of there. It was great.
1: Easy breezy. Yeah. It's just you in there.
5: It, well, me and, and the Pablo crew. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I feed them sometimes that... <laughs> that whole starving artist thing right now. We've been we've been working hard to keep sure that we've got Debbie cakes in the closet and bring ribs every once in a while. Uh, I'm running basically my own ghost kitchen out of, uh, yeah. out of there. That's
0: yeah. So two weeks of planning this beautiful future of, of 2020, a new decade of, of tourism boom everything hits goes bad first thing you do you got to try to support those restaurants right mm-hmm. and oh, you yes. mentioned the guy was it Fieri, fiari ferrari uh, Fieri is the per, proper fietti there was a t in there?
1: It? it's a, it's an r but you got to do a little uh, oh, okay. italian all right yeah. sure so
0: the
5: mayor Fieri. of flavor town
1: yeah the mayor yeah. of flavor so town
0: you got out there trying to save some restaurants what was the thinking all, what was that, what was that all about
5: you know really we were just kind of you know we at visit Eau claire we've got uh, two types of marketing we've got our standard voice which is you know the great professional tourism voice and then we've got standard what, voice Yeah. We got what we call my type of marketing, which is um, dipstick marketing. We'll use today, uh, which is you know really just getting um, some good press out there. So we were really trying to encourage that um, that you know drive uh, pickup mentality for the restaurants and and giving them a, a different way to pivot through all of that. My least favorite word. Um, <laughs> and so as we did that, uh, I was very familiar that I have a certain body type and impersonation ability for certain. <laughs> sure typeset actors, <laughs> so I'm most commonly recognized as Patton Oswalt, is what okay, people would yeah. say. Hey, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah I a little bit. It. Yep. I see it. Uh, and then Kevin James is another one, sure, um, sure. and then um, Drew Carey, <laughs> when <laughs> oh. I, my hair is short, and then Guy Fieri, uh, but that's more yeah. of a personality level, that's really that... Uh, yeah, that one combines the visual and the personality. It really right? does, yeah. yeah. Okay. For a guy that the world pretty much hates, I mean, like, I mean, I love him. I don't get a wrong. I love wrong. him, yeah. I love Triple I yeah. love Triple G. The world G. hates success is they what do they do. Yeah. That is the yeah. truth yeah. of you it.
0: You just put a little frosted tip, spikes, <laughs> and it's sunglasses, and it's success. You know,
5: yes. if if I had one learning lesson from the whole COVID thing, it would be the Guy Fury experience because um, – I used permanent bleach so and I don't know if you guys are familiar but what happened with Netflix during COVID but um, (laughs) if you bleach your hair and you have to wear button-down shirts and you can't get a haircut I went very quickly from Guy Fieri to the Tiger King (laughs) and uh, my daughter made me wear a hat on walks um, it was really a, and and you're not supposed to wear a hat in professional Zoom meetings. Yeah. And I would take it off, and they're like, you know, we're willing to make an exception. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> right. go ahead. Yeah, yeah that's un, that's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, <laughs> you
0: know, I should say, we, you know, we worked together on the Visit Claire board for a number of years. Kind of, I mean, you were doing that before you became the director, and I actually left right then um, and avoided all of the hard stuff this this <laughs> last year. You know, having to figure stuff out with with you guys. But, um, I mean, so, you know, Volume 1 struggles this last year and, and Visit Eau Claire struggles are really kind of intertwined in a lot of ways because we talk about events, how great of a place mm-hmm. this is, all the things there are to do. Um, you know, how, how do you keep spirits up of, of, of Visit Eau Claire and the staff and your, the people that you're messaging to? You know, what has your strategy been this last year to keep things moving?
5: You know, our, our strategy on that optimism, I mean, I literally find myself usually to be the most optimistic person in any room. Um, and it's kind of a joke amongst some of um, our peers, like especially on the yeah. The it's, tot- t-
0: it's totally annoying. It is. It's yeah. really difficult, you know. Uh, you know, especially it when we go this into ray like of the sunshine.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Screw this guy. <laughs> He's full of it. You know, um, but in reality, you know, um, you have to go through it anyways. So, I mean, you might as well take the approach of, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna get through it with the right attitude, and and I'm gonna take everybody else along for the ride and drag them across the finish line if I have to mm-hmm. because. Um, that's what we had to do. It wasn't like it was going to change the scenario. So, no, it sounds nice. Yeah. You should
0: come pinch hit for me here at Volume <laughs> 1 because everybody could use
5: a bit of that at yeah. this point, I
0: think. So, but also, you, you've been involved with that economic recovery task force thing. And so I mean, tell us what that's about, what it, why it was there, who it is, what it was trying to accomplish through all this, so, and I, what's yet to be done.
5: I mean, in, in that world, that's really been the, the – the reason that I believe that the city has done uh, better in a lot of this recovery work than many of the other cities that we see in Wisconsin, Wisconsin on a state level was obviously kind of a mess for COVID response and mm-hmm. you know and all of that. And we would see a lot of our partners, you know, in other cities where, you know, university and the health department couldn't get along, or health department the tavern league, or, or you know, any of that. And we took the traditional Eau Claire approach immediately and said, let's put everybody in a room, let's put aside some of that opinion and and you know, personal belief of what this should happen, let's do what's right for the community. And so we had the chamber and DECI and the university and the health department and all of the cities and counties and us sitting in a room with a lot of the business partners and saying, um, okay, in order for us to recover the fastest and the best, let's do what's right for the, the, the health of the community and, and the people who live here. Let's make some hard choices, but then let's find our, our best methods to support them. So if you look, we're really proud because, you know, the grants awarded across the state, uh, the Eau Claire uh, area has done traditionally much better. Um, you know, we had things like Together Chippewa Valley that, that worked incredibly well for mm-hmm. partners coming together and really just took that whole collaborative spirit that we've always done very well and, and really relied on it to, uh, to drive it home and say, okay, doesn't matter. Competitors and competitors sitting in the same room and, and really working to make it, make it happen.
1: So here you are now a year later, and we're looking at, I mean, there's some positive news out there as far as the pandemic goes. Like, what what are your main goals now that we got this whole summer and fall to look forward to? Like. But that balancing act of of making sure everyone's healthy and safe at the same time, like what what is that looking like for you right now?
5: For us, I, I think it's going to be you know the, the the great year. You know, we spent this last year, and, and I'm a little bit mentally built for a, a year like last year. I can mm-hmm. I can be very spontaneous and and react very quickly, and, and basically have a plan in any situation. And now we get to rely on the abilities of you know this amazing crew at Visit Eau Claire and all of the businesses and organizations that we have to support that, in that they can work their plan. You know, we found so many amazing things about, you know, tourism and, and the the people that are attending here and all of the things that they want to see when we had to strip away events and restaurants and a lot of the things that we've relied on to be the prominent cool factor of, of Eau Claire. And we had to go basically to arts and the outdoors. And really that's what we were left with. And we were still cool we were still amazing i mean like people (laughs) people loved it if you do say so yourself (laughs) if we do say so you know i well and i don't i don't do much in the arts world uh except support it and um in the outdoors um you know i I do that between video games um (laughs) and when my kids drag me out to it but um but no so i'm really excited to see you know now that the the crew be able to work the plan that we were walking into a year ago to say Hey, we've gotten the, the the optimistic green light to plan events and to to still have some restrictions and, and some precautions, but to get back after this and and get some of these you know events and jobs and and you know amazing factors back.
0: Yeah, and what and what are you what did you hear over this last year, and what are you hearing now for the year ahead from you know all the constituents and things like the business at the restaurants themselves, the hotels, all these attractions and people who who really had a rough go of stuff. I mean, how, what are they feeling like now? Did we lose anything or, you know?
5: You know, we, we definitely lost you know some things, you know, and, and any loss is, is difficult. The biggest thing that we lost is jobs. I mean, we lost thousands of tourism and restaurant jobs in the Chippewa Valley alone. So when we we're looking at that, you know, I mean, and in my world, those are friends. A lot of them are family, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, we, I've, I've worked in that industry for decades and, and watching any of them suffer that loss was was, was difficult. So for us, you know being able to say, hey, you know with the restaurants and, and with all of the events, we're still here we we lost a couple things, but we're still going, we still got a good shot at, at recovery and, and, and bouncing back very quickly and and we're seeing good support of that in the numbers. I mean you know we're we're doing better than a lot of the areas in the state and definitely a lot better than a lot of areas yeah. in the nation. And that's, and that's
0: one of the things, I mean, uh, before all of this, I mean, the trajectory of tourism in Eau Claire had been on an incredible rise really considering. I mean, and that's one of the interesting things about about tourism overall is that I think people locally, when you think of tourism you know, outside of the industry, you think of um, you know, leisure travel. Like you and your families or your significant other or whoever are going off to go do something and you're going to eat, drink, hang out on beaches, go to attractions and stuff like that. But in the Chippewa Valley, it's really much, there is an element of that. And that's growing as the city gets kind of cooler and more interesting. We get more leisure tourism. But really, that's a pretty small piece of our pie where it's more led by event specific things, the festivals and the mm-hmm. music festivals, um, other, you know, event driven. Uh, traffic and then also sports tournaments and tourism and that's a big piece that I think people here don't realize hey that's actually what's driving a lot of people coming into the community staying at hotels getting into restaurants and stuff what did that mix look like you know before in our trajectory with all those things what do you think it's gonna look like going forward and that's partly why I think it also is particularly difficult for a community like Eau Claire because you'd think small regional destinations would be well positioned to make it through this because nobody wants to fly to Florida or whatever but maybe they'll drive you know, an hour out of mm-hmm. Minneapolis to come to some place like Eau Claire. But when there's no major events, none of the sports tournaments are happening, things like that, it it, it hurts us. So I don't know, talk about that that mix and the strategy there and, and, and try to explain that to people as to how it all really actually works and what we think it'll look like.
5: Yeah. So a year ago we were looking at, you know, that that Midwest indie brand. You know, it was it was very heavily focused on uh the events and you know the the really cool culture built around, you know, our individual artists and, and the things that we could bring here and celebrate. And and, you know, when we didn't have that to rely on, you know, there was definitely that mix of, OK, well, we've got, you know, the, the leisure travel that will still happen really by by car trip now, you know, so yeah. like three to four hour car trip, like you mentioned, you know, really focusing on the outdoors and the small circles. And that's what we're seeing come back immediately. Uh, traveler sentiment, you know, the, the amount of interest that people have in travel right now. Is at the highest it had been since March, it hit January. And then a month later, it was at 1,500% month over month. Wow, so you take wow. these huge numbers that we were seeing, and now they're absolutely blowing up. So as we're looking at it, you know, we're, we're identifying. So the
0: point being that means people are. They're, they're starting to plan. They are like, like, the pent-up demand is about to unleash type absolutely. of situation.
5: And so, and what we're seeing is, you know, that, that road trip model is still going to be the, the the big winner, yeah. you know, and you're seeing that in, in all facets, sports, tourism, meetings, you know, family leisure, you know, there are people that are comfortable getting on a plane, but it's not quite there yet, mm-hmm. you know, and there's also some financial concerns for some of the bigger trips that, you know, people are still working with and what are their restrictions look like. So as we look at that, you know, we're, we're, we were identifying the personas, right? You know, and we would have different content on our website and and different ads for uh you know the events for the arts and culture for business and then for family leisure and what we're really seeing is is um the ability to still identify those but to have a healthy blend you know as you're going out for sports tourism we're now still encouraging them to go you know partake in in the sculpture tour or Mm -hmm. as they come in for a show we're finding that they'll still bring their bike and use our amazing trails so we're really just trying to capitalize on, on the tourism, the, the tourist and give them whatever platform that we want to have here. Because in reality, the things that we always said worked against tourism uh, before COVID, not having a convention center, not having an event center, not having the full scale of the, you know, the, the big metropolitan areas around us from, you know, the Wisconsin Dells on the leisure side to the cities for the, 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 the shows and culture side really were the things that allowed us to be more competitive during COVID, and it gave us a chance to reload. We, we lost meetings, you know, but we didn't lose the occupancy in the hotel world to the scale that, you know, um, Madison did. Mm-hmm. You know, so we, we we lost, you know, events and tourism, but we didn't lose it to the scale that the Twin Cities did. You could still get, you know, a great experience that wasn't a reason to postpone your trip here, um, but also, you know, another reason to say, okay, well, I've been here now, and they've got more than we think, and Let's, let's go back. Sure. Mm -hmm.
0: It's funny to me to sit here and watch you talk about stuff at this high level about tourism, and everything. And remember that what, like 15, 16, whatever years ago, bringing down volume one staff to action city and you were doing the pull start on my (laughs) go-kart to to get us going. So you've been at that end of tourism and, and, you know, and attractions and everything, and now you're all the way up at at this whole thing. You've been in the whole range. What's that experience been like, and what? How does that inform you navigating this, and also just working the job going forward once things are normal?
5: You know, honestly, it's been it's been an incredible experience. I actually started at 15 years old in the little town of New Richmond, um, managing a movie theater. I was okay. the floor manager at, at 16. Managing. 16 years old I had
0: They give manager keys Yeah they give it to anybody As long
5: as you'd ignore Child labor laws And and, and (laughs) do all You were fine That wasn't a thing Back then I don't think (laughs) So then um, You know I I came to Eau Claire Basically uh, for college To to, uh, take a movie theater job For a movie theater They were going to build here uh, ended up graduating from here, but during that time, I worked for the movie theaters here, and then for uh, Skate America when it oh, was no there. Kidding. I mean, like every entertainment gig that you could have. Like I'm, if I'm it's, if it's fun, Benny's there. Yeah. I'm I'm the guy theory of you know the the attractions <laughs> world. I've been in every job that you could have. So then I uh, really cut my teeth at, at Action City and Metropolis. You know, learning not just the tourism industry, but marketing and business operations and in reality, how the Chippewa Valley works a little bit differently than a lot of the places that you see, you know, in, in the beginning, struggling to find our way through that and be a part of that. And at the end of it, you know, um, being involved on every level in a lot of big decisions as a, a little arcade and water park, you know, and then, um, finding our role in, in not just, you know, visit Eau Claire, but in a lot of organizations and, and, um, yeah, it's been, it's been wonderful. And the best part of it is not just the, you know, the jobs. It was the people I met along the way, I've, I mean, the, the one thing that I tell people that I do well in my world is, is meet people and make friends and then introduce them. I mean, like we literally just work this circle all day long to say, okay, you know, Hey, you're struggling with this. Let's, let's, let's meet them. Let's figure it out. They're, they're the brains behind it. And we've got a lot of brains in, in the Chippewa Valley to, to rely on.
0: Yeah. And I would just, I mean, to have somebody with your energy and, and approach to Life in general to come into that role at that time was probably one of the best things that you could have had mm-hmm. have happen um, to, to to guide us through this and to catapult us into it forward. So nice job on um, a life well lived and <laughs> prepared for and um, all the expertise that you have. So well,
5: and I, I had a lot of good role models and people that I've worked with through that board and through the years and in all of that, and including Rindo. I mean, Mike Rindo at, at that level, I watched how he made those connections and talked to people and and guided sure. it and um he was the reason i got the job at the task force as yeah. the mike being the i mean yeah. he
0: was at you know one of the vice chancellors mm-hmm. at, at the university for a long time part of building the Confluence center and sonatek and all that kind of stuff that he's and, worked on
5: and our role on the task force is what really changed those connections for us physical claire became a, a bigger part of the community um messaging and and, and involvement and mm-hmm. um really made some strong connections
0: that's what's funny i mean you mentioned something like mike rindo and you know um to him to me too maybe he's a huge person to look up to and it's like funny because a lot of people in the general community may not know that name or not mm-hmm. but it's just kind of funny that he's been such a piece of glue and and like a guiding light for a lot of people so behind the scenes things, making yeah. stuff happen in the community so that's a that's a good point fantastic well
1: i think that's all the time we have for the interview part <laughs> thank you so i'll much, cancel Betty. the powerpoint
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry
1: oh that's right you had a whole thing <laughs> oh man we didn't get to it i'm sorry <laughs> oh shoot uh but we we got some games planned you're done stick around for some games okay cool uh cullen and hannah our panelists are gonna rejoin us I'm alongside excited for Benny. we're I'm gonna excited. play some stuff uh so stick around we'll be back with more volume one podcast nick one of the reasons we all live in the chippewa valleys for the beauty that surrounds us right. you know, the woods the water but but to get serious for a second, if you want to enjoy all that splendor, you've got to take care of your eyes.
0: You really do. And that's why it's so helpful to have a full-service operation like the Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic right here in Eau Claire.
1: Right. We've told you about them on the podcast before. You know, they offer... Routine eye exams for glasses and contacts, LASIK surgery, cataract surgery, eyelid surgery, treatment for glaucoma. And yeah, so not only
0: more. all of that, but now they have expanded their services to include vitreoretinal retinal surgery as well. And that's a big mm. deal for this area because previously some patients maybe had like a retinal detachment. Ooh, that sounds serious. No, it is. And they would often have to be sent to the Twin Cities to undergo surgery. But now we have a highly qualified provider offering these services right here in Eau Claire. That's so great.
1: Like, So whatever you need to take care of those eyes, don't put it off call to schedule your
0: appointment today. Find more information at cveclinic.com. That's Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic, seeing, seeing the future. Welcome
1: back to the Volume 1 podcast, folks. Wow. Guess what time it is? It's game time.
3: Game time.
1: <laughs> Our panelists Cullen and Hannah are back alongside Benny to play some goofy games all about Chippewa Valley stuff. Uh, and it's gonna be fun. We have three rounds of games and each of our contestants is playing for a local nonprofit of their choice. So, Benny, let's start with you. Who are you playing for today?
5: I'm gonna be playing for my friends at Joshua's Camp. They are an organization who helps children uh, who have cancer in their families um, get to spend a little bit more time together and support them through the, the cancer process.
1: Fantastic. Hannah?
3: Uh, today I will be playing for the Boys and Girls Club of the Greater Chippewa Valley. Uh, it's Is where I work, so it's not (laughs) self serving. If anything, it's uncreative.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Cool. All right, Colin, over to you. I will be playing for the Family Support Center, uh, which provides uh, services to survivors of interpersonal violence. So fantastic. Thank you all so much. So,
1: whoever wins these three rounds of games, their nonprofit will get a free ad in Volume One. So, very excited. So, it's time for Round One, which is a group game. We're all playing this one. Round one is a game we like to call Ramones or Olsens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, boy. So we're going to go around the, ta- around the table to each of you, and we're going to do some rapid-fire ice cream flavors. I'm going to give you the name of a flavor, and you have to tell me if it's from Ramones or Olsens. Okay. 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 makes sense <laughs> Yes. I'm good yes all right let's uh and yeah so uh the winner will automatically go to round three so that's pretty exciting too Ooh. so okay. so get your flavors on are you ready to play ramones or Olsen's? very ready ready all right. let's get uh hannah let's start with you all right, right i'm going to give you five of these and we'll see how well you do all right okay so hannah are you ready
3: i think i'm as ready as i'll ever be all let's right here this. we go
1: ramones or olson's okay. zanzibar chocolate
3: uh, Olsen's.
1: Incorrect. <laughs> Carrot mango Italian ice.
3: Oh, I'm gonna say Ramones.
1: Correct. Butterscotch twist.
3: Um, Olsen's.
1: Correct. Chocolate raspberry truffle.
3: Um, Olsen's.
1: Incorrect. Black licorice.
3: Olson's?
1: Correct. Nice job, Hannah. Oh, thank you. You got three out of five. That's a pretty strong first showing. Thanks. All right, we're going to go over to Benny. Benny, are you ready for your round of Ramones can hear or Olson's? I in my
5: wife's voice already. I'm ready. <laughs>
1: All right. All right, Benny, here we go. Cherry Garden. Ramones. Incorrect. Mocha Mud Pie.
5: Uh, that is Olson's.
1: Correct. Uh, Lucky Leprechaun Shake. Ramones. Correct. Rum Raisin. Olsons, incorrect. Coconut almond bliss. Ramones, correct. Ooh, okay, we got both of you have three. That's that's pretty incredible. <laughs> we do have a tiebreaker if it comes to that. But Cullen, we're moving over to you. I have never heard of ice cream. Have you had ice cream before? <laughs> never tried what it? What is this? No, no. It's good, man. You should have it. Um, <laughs> I I have. All right, <laughs> here we go. Uh, this so okay. Ramones or Olsons? This first one is. This shit just got serious. <laughs> Ramones. Correct. Mackinac Island Fudge. Ramones. Incorrect. Heath Supreme. Olson's. Correct. Chocolate Monster. Olson's. Correct. Exhausted Parent. Olson's. Incorrect. Oh my gosh. Oh no. So that's three for all of you. What are we gonna Great do? Job, okay, everyone. we have we have some tiebreakers here. <laughs> but I only have five of them, so if this goes nowhere, we're gonna rock, paper, scissors it out. Okay, we can so do deal. I'm gonna go to each of you, one at a time, until some until you know somebody gets it wrong. If you get it wrong, you're eliminated. Okay. Okay. All right, Cullen. We're gonna start with you. Let's do it. Cotton candy confetti. Ramones. Incorrect. Cullen, you're out. All right, Hannah. Harsh. Lemon poppy seed.
3: Oh God. Um Olsen's? Uh, incorrect. Oh my God. All right,
1: by default, that was kind of the order. So That's Benny, you win.
5: Type of victory. <laughs> there was no skill. You
1: didn't even have to do anything. Oh, fantastic, Benny! Congrats on Three winning the first round. That means you automatically go to the final round, which is kind of exciting. Of but that doesn't mean you're completely out of round two. Round two is a game we like to call the losers' game. <laughs> Accurate. And it's between Cullen and Hannah over there, okay? So, perfect. Perfect. So, But I'm Benny, you're not comp- completely out of this. You actually have a pretty important role. So um, this is a game called Here Comes the Pitch. Okay? So, Benny, that means you're the CEO. And Cullen and Hannah are copywriters, and we're coming up with new advertising slogans for some cool businesses in the Chippewa Valley.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So I'm going to give you the name of the business and what their current slogan is, and you're going to have to come up with something better. Ooh, all right. Or just as good. But then Benny, <laughs> you're the CEO. You're going to pick your favorite out of the two. Okay. So we got three rounds. You have 30 seconds to write your slogan. Are you ready to mm-hmm. play? Here comes the pitch. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So the first one is Oakwood Mall. Okay. Their first, their their current slogan is Relax, Revive, Reinvent. 30 seconds on the clock. Go. Oakwood Mall. I didn't even know they had a slogan. I just looked at their website. I think I knew that. Re- re- relax. Reinvent. A reinvent a or revi- revi- when is Revive it? and then reinvent. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing it all over there. I, I've never had a relaxing time at the mall though. It's always it's quite stressful for me. Uh, <laughs> for I tried the,
5: the massage chairs once oh, relax. It's <laughs> not, yeah, a, see, not a not a fan good. favorite. It, it basically like holds your ankles and then stabs you gently.
1: <laughs> all right, that is time. Okay, now we're done writing. All right, Colin, let's start with you. The Oakwood Mall. He's got a new slogan for the Oakwood Mall. Mr. CEO, you ready to make a
4: call on this? Yes. All right, Colin. Hi. I my name is Colin Ryan, and I'm at no, okay, this isn't Shark Tank. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of like Shark right, Tank. Right. Uh, Sharks. This is what I have. <laughs> I've for never you seen it. that show. All right. I I just went with what I think everybody's looking from when they visit the Oakwood Mall. So I have the slogan, Oakwood Mall, Old Navy, cell phone cases, five guys. <laughs> All right. That's pretty much that's to the point.
1: I like it. All right, Hannah, let's see what you got for a slogan.
3: That is a very good slogan. Um, All what I have for you is uh, Oakwood Mall. When you're here, you'll be
5: well here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Benny I'm C-E-L not going to lie Benny. I, was,
5: I was writing my practice pitch if I had been involved in this one and I, I had a similar one to Colin's I yeah. would have <laughs> I would have replaced Old yeah. Baby but Five Guys is definitely on the radar All right. <laughs> and the replacement was uh, teriyaki samples yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it's really a food driven trip yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so that one's for that one goes to Colin that goes to Colin alright good job Colin thank you alright round two Rockfest oh. their current slogan is where we just rock <laughs> all right 30 seconds here we go benny you've been to rock fests.
5: the owner is one of my best friends yeah. so i would say insults are a positive point uh okay, that's like good. the meaner you are to wade uh the, the better i feel <laughs>
1: I've never been. I'm meant to go so many times. I'm gonna I'm gonna go the next time. It's next it's time a ton of fun. I will yeah. not
5: lie. It's a it's a great time. I
1: wanna see Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg Supposedly is playing he's at Rock back Fest. Apparently. Yeah. I used to work I'm backstage
5: excited. to help out a little bit. I get to meet some of these guys. There's some I'm a fan of and a couple I burned their CDs after meeting them. <laughs> <time. laughs> All
1: right, that's time. Let's see what we got for Hannah. Let's start with you. Rockfest. What is your slogan for Rockfest?
5: All right.
3: For Rockfest, my new pitch is Rockfest. All the rocks you could want. Boulders, pebbles, we got it all.
1: <laughs> Actually, it's about rock music. Wait, oh! What? Oh. Al- although,
5: Hannah, there is a very prominent rock and mineral show out at the Eau Claire County Expo <laughs> Center, which oh I think God, we could when? repurpose that for.
3: Oh my God. I'm going to need to get that information Amazing. after the okay.
1: show. But one yeah. true
4: rock fest. All right, yeah. Colin, what do you got? Uh, I, I think this one's very accurate. Uh, rock fest, your mom is very
5: drunk. <laughs> There's no loser in that round. Um, <laughs> Not at all. Personally, I-, I have to go with the minerals one. I think Really? That's, uh... Awesome.
1: Great job, Hannah. Yes. Maybe Rockfest should get some boulders. I think they
3: should consider it. <laughs> Open a booth. Yeah, just Dude, good just landscaping, just... yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's what the people want.
1: All right, the final round of Here Comes the Pitch. Culver's, their current slogan is welcome delicious
5: is this the culver's or the ghost kitchen culver's that you proposed <laughs> oh, earlier yeah. oh
1: well maybe i already made a pitch for my own maybe i can win this <laughs>
5: here's my problem with ghost kitchens yeah. is that you know restaurant employees are struggling to keep these jobs and now we're just going to give them the, the spirits in the dad i mean like i don't understand it's not fair. The, yeah it's, <laughs>
1: they can't even eat it's not right <laughs> it just falls right through their body they can't even eat why should we eat their food <laughs> And that is time. I still hear some squeaking what? over there, Colin. Wait. <laughs> it's just a long phrase. All sorry. right. Okay. And all right, time. <laughs> all right. He got extra time. I was pause. ready. I, all I, right, pause. Colin. <laughs> Colin, let's, let's start
4: with your very long answer. I'm, this, I, I, I feel like because I got extra time, I'm going to lose already. But, um, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, This is how I feel when I go to Culver's, so I think it kind of speaks to what Culver's means to me. Culver's, are we ever sad and happy at the same
5: time?
1: (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. Been there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hannah, what do you got for Culver's?
3: Um, I've got Culver's. You'll love it here, except after. And I don't <laughs> even know what I meant by that. I ran out of
5: time. Uh, we
1: all know what you mean. We all know <laughs> yeah. exactly what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Mrs. CEO, is, Benny, what do you think? That's a tough
5: one, but I... I think I'm going to have to go with the happy and the sadness. That's, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> All right, congrats, Colin.
1: You won. Oh, wow. Here comes the pitch. So you Thanks. won the loser's game. Hannah, that sure. means you lost the loser's I'm game. I'm the biggest loser. Uh, I've said that the from the beginning. Loser. A loser
4: twice is a winner in mathematics. However, uh, I
1: think, yeah. round three. You're not wow. completely out of this one either. Round three is a game we like to call, what's in the koozie? And Joel's got a koozie Ooh. right there. Give that oh. to Hannah. Oh, and uh, so that, that koozie is filled with all kind of clues about, little, uh, about different Chippewa Valley stuff, yeah, you know? Okay. And so it's kind of a catchphrase-style game. So, Hannah, you're going ch- to try and make these guys guess what's on the card without actually saying the name itself. Understand? Okay. All right, we're putting two minutes on the clock. And uh, who, you yell out your answers. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, whoever gets the most in two minutes wins, and their nonprofit gets a free ad in Volume 1. So okay. let's play... What's in the koozie? Hannah, go.
3: All right. All right. Um, first, um, it's the home that everyone was really excited about, like a couple weeks ago. Um, it used to be grass, the, uh, but uh, now it's not.
5: Sod home. The fake Close. grass house.
3: Close. Uh, oh, does that count? Okay. Uh,
5: That'll count. We'll count it. Uh, turf house.
3: Okay. <laughs> um, next, we have... Um, <laughs> really? Oh, we have uh, the big building that supplies all your lights and your Menards. fixtures. And, uh Feral? But it's more... more um, the build like the uh, no, I didn't get it. Fleet Farm. No. <laughs> you can
1: throw it out if you
3: want. Oh, okay. I was XL Energy. I'm sorry. No. Um. Uh, this is uh where the Culvers is actually that. Um, Bracket. Come, yep.
1: Ooh, Bracket Avenue.
3: Um, this is where all people go to hike uh, on their first date. Um, it's the only hill in Eau Claire that people Carson know Park. about. Um, no, it's it is near a lake. Um,
5: University Hills dramatic. It's, no,
3: <laughs> it's uh. It overlooks Carson Park. Um, I'm gonna you throw it out. OK. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, I drive by this every day. It's on Galloway Street. It's a big sculpture. Banbury. Swan. Uh, it is by swan. Yep. Swan. Yes. Garbage Swan. Garbage
5: oh, Swan. God. I
3: love that thing. Um, oh, OK, he owns all the buildings. and He puts a Mona Lisa on them.
5: Uh, 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 Mogenson. <laughs> yeah. yes. Yes. yes.
1: Two for Benny, two for Cullen all oh tied up.
3: Oh boy. Uh, oh, I don't know what 40 seconds I 40 seconds left. This one is, uh, I don't know what this is either, I don't know, I'm sorry. Um, 30 seconds. Okay, this is a place to get coffee, it's in Menominee. Uh, we, uh, the comedy did a show here once. Yes. Ooh,
1: okay. Three for Colin. two for Benny, 20 um, seconds on the
3: Best car. craft store to go to, uh, it's on Barstow. Um, it has, Tingle Up and Hue. Yes. Ooh, oh, four shit. for Colin. Um, this is the last one. Um, this is, I mentioned this earlier, this is kind of, uh, it's a park, it's, can I Carson say? Park. Yes.
1: Carson Park. Ooh, oh, that was okay. the last one, eh? Yeah. Wow, but I, skipped,
3: I did skip two of them. I could try to explain them.
1: Well, it's time now. Okay. Uh, well has, done. Colin got five. Benny had two. That means Colin, you are the winner of our gauntlet uh, of games. I have never won anything. <laughs> Yeah. congrats to cullen and congrats to the <laughs> family support center they right. look at a free ad in volume one that's thank you wonderful so much. thank you yeah that was fun you all were so great thank you for being thank on the you. podcast thanks for having uh, us yeah come back sometime hopefully hopefully we'll do this again yeah. yeah all right love you guys uh stick around we'll be back with more volume one podcast nick we got to talk about one of our amazing sponsors royal credit
0: oh heck yeah i love talking about them they've been with us since the beginning of the podcast They've been involved with a ton of cool stuff that we do at Volume One, and they always have cool stuff to talk about.
1: Yeah, and we, we've talked about their financial tips or their Money Donuts podcast. Tasty. But today I want to talk about their nonprofit, the RCU Foundation.
0: Yes, yeah, the foundation. That's where all the money they raise through that group goes directly back into the community by supporting projects and nonprofits in town that really are doing good for everybody around here.
1: Definitely. And, and here's a cool thing with every purchase you make with a Royal Credit Union debit card, they put up to five cents wow. directly into the foundation. So you buy a beer, boom. That's a new exhibit at the Chippewa Valley Museum. Yeah. You buy some groceries, bam. Bam. That helps countless people at the Family Support Center. Have an egg roll and boom. Boom. You're helping support the Eau Claire Library. Bam. Boom.
0: Man, you got the better lines on this. <laughs> Essentially that it is that simple with the, with the foundation. Last year the RCA foundation gave more than a half a million dollars back to the Chippewa Valley, which is just so cool to be able to do that. Very cool. But that's really a real credit union for you. That's what they do, they're turning small chains into some big things around here.
1: Welcome back to the Volume 1 podcast, everybody. Wow, what a great show. Just such a fun one. Did Becca, you had a good time? Oh, yeah, always. full-time
0: <laughs> podcast coming up with uh, different slogans for local businesses, I think. Just get comedians in, give yeah, them, give them this slogan
1: shot. It's a good game. We should do a version of Shark Tank or something on the show. Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> Judging people for their ideas and making them feel as small as possible is yeah. a specialty of mine. I think
1: it'd be fun. Oh, God. There's got to be something fun there. <laughs> Uh, but
0: yeah, super cool.
1: I mean, Colin is great. Hannah's great. Benny's such a good talk. Like, what a, f- what a fun show. Good energy in this one. The most
2: one. wholesome people on
1: this planet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's what we should strive for. you got to meet, yeah, yeah. meet a few more people. Yeah, you got to meet a few more people. So, hey, if, if you like what you saw or heard, uh, go ahead and subscribe to the Volume 1 podcast wherever you do that kind of thing. Uh, you can check them all out on our website at volume1.org podcasts. Uh, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, we're on all that stuff too, so go check us out, leave us a review, five stars would be nice, I'm not going to twist your arm either way, uh, be honest though, we can take it. Um, you could also
0: email them and request a sixth star, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you we really want to. Six stars,
1: yeah. seven stars, why, you know, whatever, the more stars the better. Uh, there's uh, on the website there's clips and a bunch of previous episodes to dive into if you'd like lots of great stuff in there and you can check out a new podcast that we're producing along with the Aging and Disability Resource Center of Eau Claire County called Journey Ahead it's hosted by Lisa Wells she does a great job with it and the first episode is out there now so go check that out at our website uh, but for real, we r- really appreciate you all spending some time with us. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Once again, Royal Credit Union, DeborahBecker.com, and the Chippewa Valley Eye Clinic. Uh, thanks for your support, always. Uh, thanks to Becca again for co-hosting the panel with me. That was fun. Rock on. And Nick for the interview segment, getting a taste of the whole staff. So fun. Uh, thanks to Taylor on design, Joel and Alex on production and tech, and you all. Thank you for listening. So uh, we'll see you next month hey folks thanks for watching the volume one podcast hey while you're here if you like what you see click subscribe maybe like the video share the video with your friends check out other episodes of the podcast it's gonna be a lot of fun thank you for watching